Before we dive into today's episode, I want to share a little bit about our sponsor, Revolution Parts. Both Nick and I have used Revolution Parts in our past roles, and we've seen firsthand the transformative impact it can have on the success of the parts department. Revolution Parts brings a seamless, efficient online platform to the table, making it easier than ever for dealerships to tap into the digital marketplace. Whether you're an established online seller or just starting to explore the vast online terrain, Revolution Parts is the ally that you need. Their expertise, user-friendly platform, and dedicated support are game changers. Experience the future of auto parts e-commerce for yourself and check out revolutionparts.com. A recent article just came out on Jalopnik. I don't know how to say that. Jalopnik. Is that like a trusted source? I don't know. I see a lot of stuff from them on my Google thing, so who knows? Jalopnik. Have you heard of Jalopnik? If you've heard of Jalopnik, comment down below. on my below. Google feed. I don't know. But this article really caught me um, since we do work for a Ford brand. We do work for Ford, yes. Uh, which is a challenge every day. But Every day. Uh, this article says Ford dealers don't trust Ford. Yeah. Uh, a dealer survey shows that of all domestic brands, Ford's dealer trust their dealers trust their brands the least. I totally can understand that. <clears throat> working for Ford, I can uh, I can totally understand why that would be. Um, so this was originally, it looks like, reported from Automotive News. Um, mm. And Automotive News reports that a dealer survey conducted by automotive sales side advisor firm Kerrigan Advisors shows that Ford dealers uh, have very little trust in company that makes the brand they sell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I can totally, I know why. I guess if you don't work for Ford and you're wondering why Ford is so bad, why is Ford so bad? It's an ever-growing list, isn't it? Everything's yeah, a challenge. It's a challenge. Ford. Everything is very difficult. Everything is, there's no simple process when it comes to Ford in any realm other than like maybe you like, put the order in by four o'clock you get the parts next day for yeah but even putting part. the order in on cdk like the transfer is just a real if you transfer oh, yeah. to cdk it's like a whole it's a whole like 14 step yes like i literally i have a notebook with each step and it's yeah. a front page and a back page of how to yeah. get it transferred so like that in itself is a problem yeah that should be like a word document that i can just like a paragraph and i i still try to remember how i learned that i had to call another dealer um, and talked to a parts manager who walked me through that. And I remember writing down the notes and running out of paper. Like I had like a little notepad. I'm like, how hard can this be? You know, like I've worked for other lines where, um, you know, so I think Volkswagen Audi, that was pretty steppy, but not nearly as steppy as this. I think Hyundai was very simple. Um, yeah, it was super simple through CDK. I mean, yeah. I, mean I, don't, I don't know how other people do it, but CDK was easy. Yeah. I mean, we used, yeah, I've used, because uh, what is it, D? D D S D C S D C S. You do it every day. <laughs> DCS. That's muscle correct. memory. DCS. But like, yeah, it's just very steppy. It's very difficult. Everything's very archaic. Uh, all the systems are very archaic. You know, if you want to do a claim, uh, you're using a green screen. For yeah, like sake. an old like, like bio screen. Just almost it looks like terrible. Like it's just not good. It doesn't have like cursors, and you just have to no. like. And magically select the right spot to put things. Copus. I mean, if you if you don't know what Copus is, Copus is like uh, your parts help, basically. <laughs> it's horrible. Very steppy. At least the interface is new. 
but the interface is new, but you have to click on 15 things to yeah. actually. And if you click on one thing wrong, you yep. have to go back and start over. You start all over. Because they, they there's no like back button. It's like. You get the spinning wheel of death. I mean, it's just everything. Every single Getting step. key codes. Yeah, key codes. That is, website never works never until works. you refresh it manually. Yeah, I found that out. <laughs> After a year or so of like the site not working, I found out if you just hit the refresh button, it works. <laughs> the uh, warranty parts to see like what warranty yeah. parts are scrappable. Like you yeah. have to launch that twice yeah. usually because it doesn't <laughs> launch the first time. <laughs> right. yeah, but it's a known thing. Like so you, you go into it knowing that it's not going to load and then you have to load it again. And Just logging into Ford's website is yeah. like, oh, so God. the first time you try to log in, oh my God, it actually won't work. You actually have to go back and type a different thing into your search bar. It takes you to another page. You have to click yep. on that page, input your information and then jump to another page and yep. then it'll work after that. But maybe. the first time, well, maybe, yeah. I mean, but that's a whole <laughs> process too. Like why should you have to do any of that? No, you should be able to username, password, you're in. Do you, <laughs> want, do you want to know if you ordered a part? Right. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, you got to go, oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, other car lines, uh, you could put in just, you go to, like, your your, hi- site. your history and <laughs> put, a part like, number in. put a part number and it shows every time you've ordered it, the invoice you can click on the invoice you can see all this information even if it's only a year back like yeah. it still shows you that you ordered it within the last year yeah before you're like no no did i order it <laughs> i don't yeah. know yeah you gotta like find you gotta go back you gotta find out what date it was put the date in maybe and then maybe you're if you're lucky if it's not like more than like a month old you'll find it yeah that's a whole thing maybe it's, and like it's just bad. It's yeah, terrible. This is not good. It's, I mean, this is just the parts side. That's just parts. You I mean, know. not to mention the same things fail on all these cars on every line all the time. And yeah, if you want to order this component, you have to order it from this yep. company. If you want to order this component, you have to order it from this yeah, company. If you want to order this, you have to order it from these people over here. And then these people yep. don't actually have it, so they'll buy it from somebody else and ship it to you. But they don't tell you that they're doing that, so mm. it just shows up randomly. Here's a good example. I have an exa- I have a story. I can tell a story. All right, story time. Story, story time. Story time with Mr. Bolt. That's right. Bird, bird neck. Bird neck. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. I did this order. It was an engine. We have to order. It's on back order for a very long time. But you order it through Ford, through normal channels. And then it, it K's it, okay, which a K code means it ain't coming. Like you, you can't order it from us. Basically, it's like, sorry, you can't order it. And sometimes they'll be nice and tell you where you have to order it from. Um, and then sometimes they don't. So, okay, naturally, if I can't order it from Ford, I'm going to order it from Holman, which Holman is kind of like the, you know, powertrain kind of stuff that you can Reman, order. powertrain stuff. stuff. You can order through there. So I placed an order through there, and it's like accepted. Okay, great. It's a back order of like, uh, what was it, April mm, of 2024. Yeah. Cool. So then it's a really big deal, though. So service wants us to do a Copus case. So Which I is a parts help case. Parts help case or like to like car down it, you know, vehicle off road. Like, that hey, kind of thing. can we expedite this? It's yeah, down. It's Car's really broken. Customers like you're really in a pinch. This is a big deal. Sure. You know, can we can we help it out? Can we help this customer out? That kind of thing. So you put that in and they're like, well, we need a Y release number. First of all, I can't even do a normal Copus case because I didn't order it through Ford. Right. Because you can't order it through Ford. Right. I can't order it through Ford. It won't let me. And you then can't I, do a, a parts help case right. because you didn't order it through Ford, which is something you can't do. Right. So I do a generic case and just explain the situation. Because somebody's going to see that, right? Somebody's so, got to understand, oh, yeah, this makes sense. We know what to do. Yeah, Bill down at the at the place yeah. is going to read that right. and go, ah, oh, yeah, I can help you out here. Yeah. And then uh, here's 
you know, and then I even reach out to my rep, explain the situation to the rep, and that doesn't help any. And so finally somebody contacts me from customer care because the customer called in and was complaining about this. So I have a customer care representative, not a Ford representative, not like a Ford processing and, you know, parts person. Right. Just, like, hey, man, you're not going to get this. Right. Even, even that's some information. Yeah. So this cu- this lady calls and says, hey, what are we doing? We got to get this. I'm like, I explain the situation. They're like, okay. So then they call back and they want a Y release number, which is just basically like a shipping confirmation number. But it's not shipping. It's not coming. You can't get a shipping confirmation because it's not shipping. Right. So, and also I can't get a Y release number because it's not coming through Ford. And through Ford, I can get a Y release number, but through Holman, I can't. So I have to reach out to Holman and try to get them to. So then that was like another week long process. And finally they call me back with a Y release number. And I can then provide that to uh, the customer care um, representative, but I still got nowhere with Ford. Like no, nothing. Not one step closer to getting uh, any kind of resolution or part. Uh, and this is an engine. <laughs> this isn't like a tail lamp. I mean, this is an engine. Right. Not to mention then, right, didn't it go through and then then it was like, well, yeah, but now oh, it's actually. Yeah, yeah, and then it actually goes through and they're like, hey, good job. We got this uh, all handled. We got this thing expedited. ETA is September of 24. Started off in April. It started in April. And now it's <laughs> September. It's gone back. Why did it go? Six I did months. all this work to expedite this, and and it's now coming like five months later than the original ETA. Like it's just oh my god. So I so mean, there's a taste of things. That's just a little snippet. Also, yeah. how about that rim thing? Remember that? That's still fresh in my mind. The rim thing. Yeah, so they oh, put the, out a publication. Ah, uh, the retail inventory management yeah, the system. Inventory the inventory management. System, not an actual rim. They, the rim. They make this massive change to this process, which earns us a good chunk of money in, in discount and kickback and all that stuff. And they change it. From like your your basically your stock order utilization has to be uh, from ninety percent. They change it to ninety five percent, and I got a publication that was released in early September that was buried in a whole bunch of other. Well, stuff. It came out the same day as four other parts publications, only right. on the parts notification page that shows for one day. Yep, no email it updates every day. No call from my rep. No nothing. No nothing, information. No information. Just happened to throw it. Was it. a publication. Have a nice day. Just buried it into this, this bulletin or publication amongst four other things. Yeah. Never again did they publish this. And then I got an email two days before the end of the month that says, hey, um, hopefully you uh, got your stuff up to 95%. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I don't understand. Like, And then I, I email this guy back and I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, we put a publication out like two months ago that this was happening. I'm like, I never got the publication. I never got an email. I never got anything. I've seen my rep four times since that publication came out. No word of it. But also, I mean, they did email you two days before and say, hey, by the way, you're not at your thing. So it's like they knew. They know how to email. (laughs) But they just chose not to email. Right. Until two days before when it was way not possible. So my theory is they just don't want to pay this money anymore. That makes sense to me. Well, strike. Strike money. Right. It's hurting them. Yeah. They don't want to pay the money to the dealer anymore. So they're going to change it and they're not going to tell them or they're going to be real shady about it. And then, then, uh, you know, in order for you to get 
to keep that, you have to buy more parts. So, I mean, it's just not seems silly. So this so is, that's four. This I mean, is all like the stuff like, we're dealing with. That's the day to day. Digging deeper into this survey, forty eight percent of the dealers said they have no trust in Ford. Um, and that outcome was consistent with the expectation of a decline in future Ford franchise profitability due to the OEM's EV future retailing strategy. So how do you think about that Ford with an EV agenda that is not great? Well, I know quite honestly, they're making the dealer spend a metric butt ton of money to be EV ready, but I don't know, like from a dealer standpoint, you have to invest all this money to be EV ready, but I don't feel like the the manufacturer itself is EV ready. No, it does seem like a stopgap. Like they're like, you right. guys pay us a lot of money and then new cars will be coming. Right. But also like, I don't, I don't know, however you feel about EVs future is yeah, a different thing. Right. But right. I mean, at least it'd be nice to have a clear cut path moving forward. Now these guys don't even know what they're doing. And now they just deal well, with the auto workers and now they don't even know if they're going to build battery plants. And then, right. It's just there's so many weird things in flux and nothing. Also, we work for a brand that was like, I'm gonna close, I'm gonna kill all the cars except for one and just make trucks. Right. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, it seems weird that I our was sales reading, declined. I was reading an article yesterday, actually. I was because I was like, you know, it's just Ford doesn't make any cars except the Mustang, right? So like, you know, what happened? Why did this happen? Well, they saw a declining in in over ten years. They saw a decline in people's demand for cars. And everything was trucks and SUVs. So they decided to just do trucks and SUVs. So you saw a decline in car, but you're still selling a lot of cars. Like, it's not like you, you just flatline the cars. Like People were like, you know what? No more cars for me ever. Right. And it's the same thing with like, okay, so Lincoln had that, that whole MKC and now it's a Corsair kind of thing. But the price jumps up. So like everybody's just, anybody who was in that MKC market, for a Lincoln, that maybe they were getting an escape, and you could get an, an, an MKC, a Lincoln, for almost the same money. So, like, it's gone. Just, nope, we don't want that customer anymore. We don't want them. You know, that's, you know, go pound salt. You know, we, we're not going after that customer. We want to compete against Lexus and BMW and Audi and Mercedes. And either way, it's hard to have trust in a brand that doesn't seem to know what the brand right. itself is doing. There's yeah. no brand identity. Right, and that's a problem. They too. just live off their like we build trucks and vans, yeah. and people like our trucks and vans, and that's good enough for us. Yeah, I it's mean, just it's, it's very difficult. It's just a it, Ford every day is hard. Is is a very big challenge. Dear Ford, simplify things and come up into the twenty first century. Yeah, or whatever speed, century we're in. Speed. What year is it? I don't know. I don't know what century is it. Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. We're day to day people now. Right. But like, it's just frustrating. And it's like, there's no, it doesn't seem like to be any effort. And, and it seems like, okay, we worked for, for Hyundai. And Hyundai, I was always frustrated with Hyundai because they always changed everything. So like, they would put something out and then you would just get used to doing it that way. And then they would change it again. But like, you know what? <laughs> At least they were trying. At least they were trying, trying to, to do, do something. things. Right. They didn't just put something out and it doesn't work and they're like, well, we did it. You know, that's, it's it. You know, it, it's kind of like. Or just make up some fictitious like, well, yeah, it's so much better now, isn't it? Yeah. What did you do? We changed the font. So, <laughs> right. I mean, thank you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because Ford's a big company. I mean, I hear that a lot. But it's like, a big company. Yeah, I don't know. It's, if it's hard for them to do things. And they let go of so many people. 
you know, all the white collars. You know, so many jobs they can just be easily discarded. Right. Apparently, they, they, they just didn't need them anymore. Let them go. So, like, I just don't know, and I don't feel like there's any communication as to what is going on. I feel like at other car lines that I've worked at, at least, I've kind of had a sense of like. Oh, yeah. I'm in this umbrella. I kind of have an idea of what's going on. People are in the know. You're right. You can ask questions yeah. and people will respond to you with well, answers. Even like, like a rep, you can ask a rep and they'll have some kind of answer for you. But like... Seems like that's not the case here. No, it's like even the reps don't know what's going on. You but know, we're just like, two guys on the internet don't know anything about anything anyways. Yeah. I'm I mean, sure we're completely <laughs> wrong about everything we say. Right. This is just our experience though. Like this is what we yeah, deal the with. day-to-day experience. And it's frustrating because there's nobody there to train you or teach you in the training. Let's talk about the training for a second just real quick how about uh they had a system called paco right and then they did away with paco and replaced it with copus mm. and then the training is based on paco it all says paco and then when you take a live class with a real person they say look every time i say paco pretend i said copus <laughs> instead of just changing instead of updating the training to the new system you just say how about we just pretend i right. said this instead every time i say this just pretend i'm saying this that's not how training works mm-hmm. what if that was like training for a firefighter like mm-hmm. i don't right. know or like an emt or a doctor right or yeah, do- yeah. like a doctor like hey, so i'm going to teach you how to do a heart transplant but instead of a heart transplant we're going to be transplanting a liver so right. every time i say heart pretend yeah. it's a liver yeah it's just it's Wait, the what? same thing pretty much it's so not the same it's not how it works i just it just doesn't there's no confidence and that no. so that article does hit home i think with us that yeah and that was probably based more on like gms and stuff not so much parts people but it is an interesting read because it's like i mean clearly people don't trust right the manufacturer which is scary I mean, you've been doing it for a hundred years <laughs> yeah. and you can't figure out how to No, that's the thing too. They've been doing it the longest. So long that they should have the stuff dialed in. Right. You and you think the processes would line up. You have these other companies that just start up like seemingly overnight or whatever, and they're they're doing it better. It's just weird. I don't understand it. It's really, really difficult. It's uh if you work for Ford, you know, comment down below. Let's have a discussion about Ford in the comments down below. Because oh, curious. that's true. Yeah, like, uh, what do uh, you guys like Ford? Do you not like Ford? Yeah. What's the what's the experience? What do you like here? about Ford? What do you hate about Ford? Are we right? Are we wrong? Are we out of line? Have we just completely just missed the boat? And yeah. all we need to do was like, there's like a secret button and a command right. that you press, and everything like, oh yeah, it's updated to the new screens right. now. Right. Maybe. Right. Right. Yeah. There's. That. If there was, we wouldn't know about it. We would never know because nobody would tell us. They would bury a publication one time and then never tell you about it and be like, oh, you never saw that? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I was yeah. busy doing copus cases. <laughs> also, their rim system. Sorry, that just yeah, it, it sticks me because it's like, hey, how does this work? And they're like, well, mm-hmm. we're not 100% sure. Or they just say something and it's not accurate You talk at all. to five people and you get five different yeah. answers for how the same process works, yeah. but that's fine. It's, it's every system. Fine. Every system. I'm trying to think of... Okay, Complicated. Name one thing Ford does well. Next day orders. Yeah, you get the you can order up until four o'clock, and even after four o'clock, you can overnight up until five and get it the next day for the most part. Yeah, so that's cool. That is cool. I missed that when I was at Hyundai because Hyundai was like you order it on a Monday, you don't get it till like Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, two day orders, but I mean, yeah, that's doable. But do you really need parts next day? I liked having parts next day. I felt like it was it was nice. Who cares? <laughs> they can wait. They're just going to return. Body shops are going to return it yeah. anyway. They don't need it anyways. Right, right. It just delays the inevitable. Fish posh. Yeah. Fish posh. I don't know. I think uh, I'd be, I'm curious. I think we want to see what your thoughts are. So parts people that are watching, have you worked for Ford? Do you think that 
what we're saying is accurate? Are we missing something? Yeah, let us know. Let us know in the comments. And I think that'll probably wrap up this video. Sure. Thanks sure. again to Revolution Parts. Yeah, thank you, Revolution Parts, for sponsoring this video. It means a lot to us. And uh, I think I we'll just see you guys in the next one, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. So long. Bye. Are we doing that? Are we doing this? <laughs> I can't. I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm stuck. I'm taped to the table. <laughs>